Welcome to Beyond the Minimum, where we'll be exploring the world of work. We'll be chatting about concepts, ideas, and phrases, explore practices, and delve into what good looks like. Work can be purposeful, value-led, and more meaningful to all who interact with the workplace. This podcast is brought to you by Tanya Hewitt, who lives in unceded Algonquin Anishabe territory, otherwise known as Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Hello everyone, how are you doing? As I am recording this, in a few minutes I will be going to the very last class of a program that I have been in for many months. It has been absolutely fantastic. And a lot of people have been saying, oh my god, I can't believe this is the last class. How are we going to survive without this? This group coming together and supporting one another and having all of these wonderful conversations that we have been having. So in that sentiment, you get a lot of regret, sadness, and a lot of, you know, longing, which I understand are natural human emotions and we all experience them and that's fine. Another way to look at this, though, is to recognize that all good things come to an end, nothing lasts forever, and that we can just appreciate that we have been part of something absolutely spectacular. Instead of bemoaning the fact that it's ending, to just be, to revel in the experience that we have had in being in this class. So it's just a, a slight perspective change to go from not wanting something to end and, you know, being almost in a regretful kind of tone to moving into, wow, was I ever lucky. I, I was just so appreciative of this opportunity to be in, in this class or to have the experience that I did. We all have fantastic experiences that we never want to end. We can cherish the fact that we had those experiences and have those be one of the wonderful memories that we can reflect upon when we need to in order to lift our spirits up. Today's episode is expanding our vocabulary. Hi everyone. Today's expanded vocabulary is functional fixedness. This is actually a cognitive bias that I was reminded of when I did a webinar on creativity just a little while ago. I have been running monthly webinars for over a year now, and I'll put a link in the show notes if you'd like to join the webinars. But I'd like to focus on the idea of functional fixedness. So as mentioned, this webinar was on creativity, and I had found a TED Talk by Daniel Pink where he talked about the candle problem. So the candle problem has been known about for candle box problem, I should say, has been known about for many years because Dunker uh, had originated the problem in 1945. 
he had given participants um, a box of matches, a box of tacks, and a candle, and asked them, or a book of matches, I should say, and asked them to affix the candle to the wall. A lot of people started with tacking the candle to the wall. Others, by melting the candle side and then trying to affix that candle side to the wall. But very few people initially thought of the box that was holding the tacks as beyond just holding tacks. They dumped the tacks out, used one of the tacks, affixed the box to the wall, and put the candle in the box. So because it took so long, and there were other experiments that played on this, demonstrating that if we believe that there is a single utility to an object, we are not very keen to move from that understanding, which is the cognitive bias of functional fixedness. Years ago, I took some early childhood education courses whereby the instructor had told us never teach a child how to play with something. So I distinctly remember there being various examples, but say the children were playing house and there was a kitchen and this play kitchen had a microwave and a stove and an oven and a fridge and counter space and etc. He had, I can remember the instructor telling us to not tell children how to engage with the play kitchen. Allow them to come up with however they would like to use the kitchen because they don't have this functional fixedness bias yet. So they have the ability to look at an object and see a plethora of uses for it. And in fact, this idea of divergent thinking is a huge aspect of creativity. And it talks about the idea of not having just the societally understood use of an object. There was a series that I watched on TV Ontario many years ago called Redesign My Brain with Todd Sampson. It came from Australia, and I think the episodes uh, were recorded or released, I should say, in 2013 and 2015, around that era. And there was one episode called Make Me Creative, where this functional fixedness was being addressed specifically. I will put in the show notes an extract of the episode that is on YouTube, whereby you see Todd being asked questions like, how many uses can you come up with for a shoe? And in a finite time, Todd has to come up with various different ways to use a shoe outside of the expected use, like putting it on a foot. So you can see in the video how many 
uses he came up with. But more importantly, it's good to try to challenge ourselves to be able to look at objects in our everyday life and see what uses can we come up with for otherwise functionally fixedness thinking that we might get from advertising or from brands and things like this. If we can start to really challenge ourselves and look at everyday objects and come up with different uses for various things, we can start to get into a much more divergent mindset, divergent thinking mindset, which will enable us to see possibilities that otherwise we would never have been able to see. And in the world in which we live today with a plethora of wicked problems, we need as much help as we can get to counteract this idea of functional fixedness or the understanding of one-to-one object-to-use relationship. So I would encourage you all to take a look at everyday objects and see how many uses you can come up with that that object can be used outside of its normal understood use. This way, we can start to generate so much more richness in our thinking, which, as I said, we will need in order to be able to address the many, many problems our world faces today. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Minimum with Tanya Hewitt. We hope this episode aligned with you. Maybe it was diametrically opposed to you, but at any rate, we trust it made you think. The more we can think about our workplaces and start talking about them, the more we can collectively make a real difference. If you're living in Canada, please find out the Indigenous territory in which you reside and begin using it to introduce yourself. Please reach out to Tanya through her email, tanya at beyondsafetycompliance.ca. Connect and chat with her on LinkedIn. Follow her company, Beyond Safety Compliance. And remember to ask yourself the question, how does your work look? Because we can always go beyond the minimum.